Hello. Hello. Who is this? You tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. <laughs> I don't think so. What's that noise? Popcorn. You're making popcorn? Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Oh, just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. Someone is playing a deadly game. It all began with a scream over 911. Someone who's seen one too many scary movies. Now he's taken his love of fear. Hello? Hello, Sydney. One step too far. Do you like scary movies? What's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act. She's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a scary movie. Number one, you can never have sex. Hey, what does me? Never, ever, ever under any circumstances say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. You get another beer, you want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. He didn't make the rules. But the police are always off track. If they watch Palm Night, they save time. He just kills by them. Don't answer the phone. Don't open the door. Don't try to hide. like scary movies what about scary podcasts what about podcasts with scary hosts hosts so frightening that they sometimes podcast only using the 5g connection on their phone well if so you're in the right place welcome back to fine movies fine spirits fellow teens as we close out spooky season going back to 1996 to see the Wes craven modern classic scream but of course I'm not going to watch a scary movie alone. No, no, I'm here with my usual psychotic co-host. Now, now listen, don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Movies create podcasts. And joining me, as always, is Mr. Christopher Morris for this podcast. How are you doing this evening, and what are you drinking? Doing well, Michael. I am drinking a Northern Lights IPA 
had trouble trying to fit in. Uh, it really is smooth. It, it really does go down easy. And the description of the IPA is is not bitter, not a bitter aftertaste, smooth, not a bitter aftertaste. But it is one of my favorite IPAs, and I keep going back to it, much like this movie. I always have to go back to just completely enjoyable. Yeah, sure, that Multiple. works. Uh, but wait, wait, wait. There's a twist because there are actually two psychotic co-hosts joining me. Now, as you know, there are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one, you can never have sex. So that leaves out this guy because if there's one thing he, we know about him, he loves fucking. Joining us always is my pal, Davey Corsetto. <laughs> David, how are you doing and what are you drinking? Oh, my God. I'm drinking, I'm drinking an apple spritz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> apple spritz. Because it's fall? Yeah. Apple they did so much fucking, they changed the bloodline for... Oh, no, that's the wrong movie. Guys, I actually... I really feel like I was robbed from my youth watching this movie. Because now, I, already, I need you well, to you explain were, what cause... the hell that means. <laughs> I had a baby. I'm married. I, I didn't enjoy my youth like these people did. I hope your daughter doesn't hear this. I, I, love, my, I love my kids. But, oh, my God, what happened? Well, um, I mean, you could still enjoy it. wasn't like... Plus, you were also you, know, you, know, you didn't have to party school. while you watched the movie, <laughs> right? They're supposed to be but like I mean, sixteen. You're you were you were twenty four by then. Twenty two. Yeah, 22. you were, you were uh, slow in the the cassetto, you know, cassetto way. But this falls falls into line the whole theory of you having to be in a relationship. You know, it's true. Well, Whether so, if, when you have a child with your next the the next Mrs. Cassetto, how will they? I'm I'm just trying to get so there'll be oh yeah there'll be um the aunt or uncle of your grandchild <laughs> right and yes. yes yes right okay and and your step there'll be well, your step grandmother's child yep your baby your oh okay we need it we need a baby child. anymore it's very confusing that's why I'm gonna stay away from having another child all right we're burying the lead let's talk let's talk about how great this, and enjoyable so this I is. watched Mike. this um the first time I saw this I saw scream was back in 1996 Tammy and I actually went to the movie theater back when we used to do that a lot nice. to see this because I remember it being such a a big deal like it be, it coming out oh it was, it was a, a phenomenon. phenomenon it really was it it put uh, well let me just go through some the quick stats 1996 written okay. by Kevin Williamson directed by Wes Craven, and this movie put Wes Craven back up, I think, in the like upper echelon of horror directors because after Nightmare on Elm Street, he had movies that I'd seen, but like The People Under the Stairs, yeah, crap. Shocker, um, they just weren't weren't big. Shocker was stalking. Yes, I saw this movie <laughs> for the first time back when it came out in the theater, um, and it is starring, I'll, I'll go through the, the names real quick, Ned Campbell, <laughs> Being Timmy in this movie, I gotta save that cricket sound effect. It is starring, you don't you know, need to save it, it's, an, it's, a, it's gonna be a staple now. And the thing is, he effect. uses his phone, so he gets cut off so much with his audio that you have to yeah. fill in. I have to fill, fill in the finger, fill it in with crickets. Yeah, uh, starring Nev Campbell, David Arquette, Courtney Cox, Matthew Lillard, Rose McGowan, Skeet Ulrich, Jamie Kennedy. The uh, the was is it a red herring featuring Drew Barrymore on the poster and everything? Oh, yeah. And um, not I don't think he was credited, maybe he was or wasn't Roger Jackson as the voice. I'm not uh, sure. 
So, what, gentlemen, when was the first time you remember seeing Scream? Dave, did you I, see it in the movies? You got robbed. In the movies. You brought Emily. It's first her first scary movie. No, but she I was a I day old. I remember seeing it for the first time. I know I saw it way, 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 way back in the day. Uh, yeah, but probably a rental. Nicely. I, I did see it in the movies, and it's funny because I had talked about Barbarian never have, having seen the trailer. Uh, I, th- I think it was like universally, you know, you didn't know as much about movies, obviously, beforehand, you right? Yeah. But this movie, you assumed Drew Barrymore was the star, like you said, Red yep. Herring. And you were kind of like, holy shit, when it, 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 just so entertaining, though, right? Like, just she was the, the only beginning, the way they, I mean, she was the, she was the only quote unquote movie star when you think about yeah. everyone else was either unknown or known for TV or on TV. Right. Even Kevin Williamson was known for writing she, television. But she was Nev Campbell. Hey, Dave. Many, she was the drawer. But she was the drawer oh, yeah. for many. She was so incredibly hot in this movie. David Hot Alert. Repeat. This is a David Hot Alert. This is not a test. 23? 24? Five years for her. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh... Yes. Okay, perfect. What year? What? <laughs> I was going to say, uh, yeah, the, no, they, there was a few hotties in this, though, as you know, yeah. as we'll get to. But, um, is, but, but yeah, she... the, yeah, but it was, mm-hmm. uh, I just love, so I love that beginning red herring. Um, and then the way it's just, you know, we talked about like how it's so meta, you know what I mean? It knows about oh, horror it's movies itself, but it's self aware, but it's not so much that it's like a parody. No, you know what I mean. Like it's a very entertaining movie. I mean, you know, obviously it, there's some really ridiculous well, it, things like that, but it's sorry, go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I think say? it draws from so many different movies. Like, I mean, I think about a Stranger Calls. Like, when, that's what I think about when I'm watching that first scene. Yeah, yeah. Right? When, no, definitely I, stuff like that. But then I, I think it's great because no other horror movie had like horror movies. You know, awareness, but you know the actual culture or the existence right. of horror movies in the plot of a horror movie. But if that happened to, you know, if this happened to, you know, to us when we were in high school or something, there were horror movies and people right. were obsessed That's with you, them. That you know what I mean? Would like people of. would be like comparing you draw from that. what was going on to horror movies. And it, it felt well, like, I think, go. I think this is Wes Craven's like, you know, you know, Hey, I'm a huge horror fan and let me play, you know, yeah. how much, all these movies that I loved in the past and put them all in one movie. Definitely. I I mean, Uh, but it was, it was the script. It was just such a, you know, smart, brilliant script that had this idea. Part of it reminded me of another Kevin, Kevin Smith, the way Kevin Smith wrote movies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What happened? His balls. I myself in the balls. I'm wearing pajama bottoms and literally, I went back on the couch and my heel went right into my ball back. David, I'm just glad you're wearing any pants. He kicked himself in the balls. That's a oh my god. Trip. So anyway, what I was, I'm just, I mean, I should just edit him. I'm gonna out. mute this. I'm gonna mute. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, gonna edit you. Don't worry about it. Go, go get in pain. Um, just the, so part of the writing, the <laughs> the acknowledgement of pop culture and questioning it reminded me of like Clerks a little bit. Just yeah, the way we, gotta, we should do that sometimes too. And um, you say all the all the references. I think what are they? They mentioned Freddy Krueger. Um, well, Blake. Fred, oh, Wes Craven. When Dewey's going in the house and 
uh, the music from Halloween's on in the background. Yeah, that was great. That well, yeah, that, we, that's that, that part was incredible how they did that. It really yep. was. The multiple parts, like multiple music, you know, parts of when um, when the killer was coming up behind Randy. You know, you had the, the different music. Yep. And I, I love that part, by the way. The, um, you know, Kenny, the... Uh, the cameraman looking on the screen, how they had the 30 second delay. The 30, it's just so right. entertaining. That's so entertaining. That worked. And I loved how they did the, you know, you first watching it, you're like, who is the killer? It's going to be like a, a twist, you know, but, and it did, you know, obviously two killers, which some of the later ones probably overdo it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's always, but it really was like believable plot, you know, believable no, yeah, plot wise. Had, right. I mean, they, and you know, didn't Randy say it's it's even you know, though Stu it's usually the boyfriend. It's the ridiculous. boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, there was so many little yeah. like things. Yeah. If you went, you know, when you rewatch it, you're like, oh my god. First of all, Billy is so obsessed with horror movies. You know, he's yep. like, I was I was watching The Exorcist last night. You know, and uh, and just keeps talking about different horror movies and comparing comparing things. And he's like, I thought our relationship would go, you know, and C seventeen. And people always compared him look wise to Johnny Depp, and if he's he's crawling in the window just like yeah, Johnny Depp bit. did in Nightmare on Elm Street, which I just watched yep. uh, last week. And, and then Billy Loomis, Loomis obviously is right. like, you know a Halloween thing. All Sorry, right. Dave. How many movies did he talk? Did he reference? Let's, let's do a little quiz. All right, you. Uh, I don't. I, you'll a quiz. That means you know the answer. You referenced oh, what? <laughs> let's say he's a psycho. What else? He did do psycho. Go on. Because he um, literally said Norman Bates. Yeah. What? He, and he also, right. He talked about, we already said The Exorcist. Yeah. Right. It's like a lawyer, Dave. You never ask a question when you don't know the answer. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you call it a quiz. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I I, I hear you. They He did reference a few, at least like probably like four movies. And but then you I have, to... I, I loved it, like Tatum saying, who, by the way, um, Rose McGowan was great. Yeah, Dave, how, what do you think of her in this movie too? Well, her, well, I don't want to say her nipples are probably. Well, I mean, that was definitely the shot where Harvey Weinstein said that's staying in the movie. <laughs> well, but that's that's part of like, you know the whole. Remember, oh, they referenced uh, Jamie Lee Curtis too. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. You know they they but they referenced Trading Places, I think, right? Yes, that was her first. Um, I guess showing her, uh, David. What would you call them? Movies. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Nips. Be a little creepier. Uh, but we were talking about the meta stuff. Yes. Um, uh, Wes Craven kind of pulling in Alfred to Hitchcock, uh, you know, with a little cameo as the janitor Fred yes. in the Freddy Krueger yes. hat and yes. Freddy Krueger sweater. So that was like I said, it almost got a little too meta. But and um, it was, it was another mention of a, a director, and they call them like something. Carpenter. Tatum said. Tatum said Wes Carpenter. Wes. Okay. By the way, yeah. her other line was great about talking about uh, rumors and Richard Gere and the gerbils. Oh, yeah. I, no, that, that felt so like, 90s. It was. Um, and, and the whole beginning, I remember 13 I or 14 the movie, minutes scene, right? That I thought, oh, this is the whole thing's a joke. Like, I didn't, I, I knew it was like young people in a horror movie. I didn't know it was going to be a vicious, right? I thought it was going to be a big practical joke where everyone comes out laughing or whatever, scares the hell out of her. Uh, yep. but no, no, exactly. Not, not the case. But she did mention, um, you know, that his favorite movie is Nightmare on Elm Street. And she goes, oh, the, the first one's great, but all the sequels suck. 
Course yeah, always oh, exactly. Little lines like that. You want me to bang out the plot, and then we'll because so we can talk about. Yeah, let me just parts. say real quick. Uh, eighty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, eighty percent audience score. What? It had a budget of fourteen million, and it made a hundred million in the states and another seventy million internationally. Which again, nineteen ninety-six. Uh, that's yeah. big money. It didn't win any. It wasn't uh, up for any Academy Awards, but it did win Best Horror Movie at the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films. And it won Best Movie at the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards and the MTV Movie Awards. And this, when it said, when they said that, I said this felt like a very MTV movie. Like it was, it must have been huge on MTV constantly. What are you drinking, Mikey? Did I? Did anyone ask you? Oh no, no one ever asks me. I'm drinking a sorry Coca-Cola Zero left over from the roaring fire Dave made me yesterday in his house. I take my drinks home with me because he's not going to drink them, and I am. That's true. no, I won't drink any soda at all, Mikey. Yeah, that I'm, would be I'm cliche. I this, I, I real, I, I told Mikey there's two occasions if I ever drink Coca-Cola. Yeah, either very hungover, or the but not, you know, no, oh. or uh, or at the movies. Really? Yeah, I'm, and I'm at the movies right every now. Every so often, I'll get a thing of, you know, popcorn, and of course, now at the movies soda. you can get they have bars, so you can get a drink. Yes, yes. this is true. All right, let me bang this out. Let's do it. So in Woodsboro, California, high school student Casey Becker is home alone when she gets called by a stranger talking about horror films. Who is this? You tell me your name, I'll tell you mine. (laughs) I don't think so. What's that noise? Popcorn. You making popcorn? Uh Uh-huh. I only eat popcorn at the movies. Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Oh, just some scary movie. Scary movies. Uh huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. Yeah. What's yours? Guess. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that the one where the guy had knives for fingers? Yeah, Freddy Krueger. Freddy, that's right. I like that movie. Was scary. Well, well, the first one was, but the rest sucks. He changes his tone and threatens her, shows her boyfriend Steve uh, tied and bloody on a chair in the patio. Carla makes uh, her play a game answering trivia about horror movies and ends up killing her boyfriend and then ends up uh, getting her and killing her and disemboweling her and hanging her from a tree for Just her as mom and dad to... gets home, yeah. Horrifically discovered. That part almost disturbs me. You know, oh, yeah. like even though it's that's a when I realized, movie. oh shit, this is Jesus actually Christ. happening. Like it's not. Uh, yeah, this is they mean business. The mother, the father, actually says, "Go down to the, you know, Mackenzie's, just like uh, Halloween." Right? Oh, okay. I was like, that's got to be a reference that I didn't. It is got to be a ton yep. of a ton I missed. Exactly. So Sydney Prescott is a high school student uh, whose mother was raped and murdered a year earlier by Cotton Weary, supposedly. Uh, she is apprehensive about losing her virginity to her boyfriend, Billy Loomis. She's home alone waiting for a call from her best friend Tatum when she gets a call from the same person that killed Casey. Tatum, just get in the car. Hello, Sydney. Uh, hi, who is this? You tell me. Well, I, I have no idea. Scary night, isn't it? Murders and all, it's like right out of a horror movie or something. <laughs> Randy, you gave yourself away. Are you calling from work because Tatum's on her way over? 
Do you like scary movies, Sydney? I like that thing you're doing with your voice, Randy. It's sexy. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Are you alone in the house? Randy, that's so unoriginal. I'm disappointed in you. Then she gets attacked by that person wearing the same ghost face mask. Her bo- boyfriend, Billy, shows up uh, at the window right after, and she becomes suspicious when he drops his cell phone, cel- his cellular who, phone. Who has a cellular phone? That, they Check say that the record many times. He gets arrested by Tatum's brother, Dewey Riley. Uh, Our, David Arquette was so great in this movie. He so really good. was. Yeah. Investigative journalist Gail Weathers, so was Courtney Cox. Yeah. Really That's where they fell in love. Uh, confront Sydney, challenging the notion that uh, Cotton killed her mother because of her many affairs. Sydney stays at Tatum's house and gets a call from the killer, um, which they trace to her father, Neil, who's, who police can't locate. After suspending school because of uh, the murders, Principal Hembry is stabbed to death. Oh, great Henry. R.I.P., my man. Stu, Tatum's boyfriend, hosts a party to celebrate school being closed uh, with Gail and Dewey keeping watch um, as their friend Randy goes over horror movie rules, Tatum is killed by Ghostface uh, by the garage door opener incident. Most of the party leaves to see Principal Henry's hanging body, and they almost oh, run morbid. down Gale and Dewey. It really, but kind of realistic. You know what I mean? Like high school, Holy shit. a lot of like high school kids, you know, like when they were drinking, they were just very callous, and you know what I mean? You Let's could see, see something. A dead like body. That. You could almost see something like that. Um, Gail and Dewey then f- see Neil's hidden car. Billy serves up and apologizes to Sydney. They have sex. And uh, suddenly Billy is attacked and stabbed by Ghostface. Sydney gets away. Ghostface kills Gail's cameraman, Kenny, stabs Dewey, uh-huh. and Gail gets knocked out while uh, crashing the van fleeing. Kenny from um, uh, something about something Mary, about which Mary, we will do yeah. someday. Sydney locks herself in the house with uh, Randy and Stu accusing each other of being the killer. Billy comes downstairs covered in blood and uh, lets, lets in Randy, then shoots him in the shoulder, showing he is a killer. And Stu uh, shows that he is his accomplice. Billy says they killed Sydney's mother because she caused Billy's mother to leave him after having an affair with his father. They kidnapped Neil to frame him and set him up as the killer. So kind they stab each not, other to make it look real. Plan. No, I mean, the, they, they, the, the they stabbing they each other all the bases. kind of off they the just, rails. Yeah. So Gail comes back, allows Sydney to, to hide, and um, she stabs Billy, kills Stu by dropping a TV on him. Uh, Billy gets up, tries to stab Sydney, gets shot by Gail before finally getting up again and Sydney shooting him dead. We see Neil rescued, Dewey getting to put in, uh, getting put in an ambulance as Gail gives a report as the credits roll. Boom, boom, boom. By the I way, do... great music. Great, uh, right? Pretty good soundtrack. Yeah, uh, good soundtrack. I like watching yeah, don't it. Fear the they Reaper. talk about yeah that version of Don't Fear the Reaper. They talk about yes. scary movie. They keep saying because originally the title of this movie was Scary Movie, which of course then the right. parody became Scary Movie. Um, and there was one other thing I wanted to mention as you went through it. Fuck, I already forgot what it was. Well, well, we but, can go over your favorite parts. Um, well, I think the most famous part the beginning is the rules. How can you watch 
watch this shit over and over. Shh. When do we see breasts? I want to see Jamie Lee's breasts. When do yes. we see Jamie yes. Lee's breasts? Breasts? Not until Trading Places in 83. Jamie Lee was always the virgin in horror movies. She never showed her tits until she went legits. Could afford a decent pair. <laughs> What'd you say? That's why she always outsmarted the killer in the big chase scene at the end. Only virgins can do that. Don't you know the rules? What rules? You don't... Jesus Christ, you don't know the rules? Oh, have an aneurysm, why don't you? There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one, you can never have sex. Big no-no! Big no-no! Oh, no. dead man. Sex equals yes. death, okay? Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. <laughs> no, the sin factor. It's a sin. It's an extension of number one. And number three, never, ever, ever under any circumstances say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. I'm getting another beer. You want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. Oh! You see, you push the laws and you end up dead. Okay, I'll see you in the kitchen with a knife. I feel like the Jamie Kennedy's telling, talking about the rules. That's, to me, the most... It's not even the most important part, but it is like it's the one like if they pull a clip out and they talk, you know, a yeah. quote from this movie, it's either that or do you like scary movies? Now I remember right. what it was. Um, of course, she gives up her virginity and now she can die. Now, right. Finally, exactly. It's po it's 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 following the rules yeah. of yep. of a scary movie. And that's why Randy lived because he, that's true. Well, obviously, the, the rules changed. But yeah, no. So you had. uh don't fear the reaper that cover version of it what else you had uh, red right hand which is um is that nick cave all i think of or... is dumb and dumber when it's, I all I think of. it's, it's all also I think. in peaky blinders as the cr oh. as the, the you know opening credits credits so it, it makes me think of that second this is probably third because you don't hear it as much but um my son wants to shout out to peaky blinders he loves it he says nice of course he's favorite favorite. Show. I, hi andrew i gotta catch up hey mikey um so, yeah, I, I love uh, Dave. What's what's your favorite scene? Is it? The I think my favorite scene of this movie is the last, the ending scene, whenever the big reveal happens. We all go a little mad sometimes. <laughs> no, Billy. <laughs> Anthony Perkins, psycho. Hmm. Corn syrup. Same stuff they use for pig's blood and carry. Surprise, Sydney. Oh, oh now. What's the matter, Sydney? You look like you've seen a ghost. <laughs> Why are you doing this? It's all part of the game, Sydney. It's called Guess How I'm Gonna Die! Fuck you! No, 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 no. We already played that game, remember? You lost. It's a fun game, Sydney. See, we ask you a question, and if you get it wrong, you die. <laughs> you get it right, you die. You're crazy, both of you. Actually, you prefer the term psychotic. We'll never get away with this. <laughs> I don't know. 
tell that to Cotton Weary. Wouldn't believe how easy he was to frame. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> no! Oh, where you going? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why did you kill my mother? Why? Why? You hear that, Stu? I think she wants a motive. <laughs> hmm. I don't really believe in motive, Sid. I mean, did Norman Bates have a motive? No. Did they ever really decide why Hannibal Lecter liked to eat people? Don't think so. See, it's a lot scarier when there's no motive, Sid. We did your mom a favor, Sid. That woman was a slutbag whore who flashed her shit all over town like she was Sharon Stone or something. Yeah, it would put her out of her misery. Because let's face it, Sidney, your mother was no Sharon Stone. Hmm? Is that motive enough for you? Your slut mother was fucking my father. And she's the reason my mom moved out and abandoned me. How's that for a motive? When the both of them come out. Yep, as you as you hear. Right, because it's such a twist. Although, so Bill, this was the kind of dumb part. Um, Billy fall, why is Billy fall down the stairs? Like, is he, you know, remember, she's like, Billy comes out like he, one and then more, he picks a, little... a tumble, oh, which is ridiculous. To get the like... gun out of her, so she gives him the gun. I don't know. That's true. Uh, he could have yeah, just stumbled, maybe. but ordered. But I'm like, what's that, Dave? He's still trying to sell it, obviously, but he is. But he kind of just. But but yeah, no, it's great how he's like. Uh, Randy's like, oh shit, because he's like, we all go a little crazy. Shoots him, and then Stu really steals the movie, though. Kind of right. The 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 Matthew Lord, he goes he goes his over the top, but he's is so over the top and but he, he has such great lines. But then he answers the phone and he's it's great. He's like, Hello? Hello. Oh, Stu, Stu, Stu. What's your motive? Billy's got one, the police are on their way. What are you gonna tell them? Peer pressure. I'm far too sensitive. Well, rip you up, you bitch! Just like your fucking mother! You've gotta find me first, you pansy ass mama's boy. Fuck! It was kind of like a comedy horror movie, though. Yeah, so that, that's, oh, yeah, of course it was. Segways I, from traditional, like, scary movies. Right. It was definitely, there was a lot of sense of humor in it, a big sense of humor in it. Uh, one mm-hmm. thing she meant, um, Sydney said, you know, if they ever make the movie about me, I, oh, it could be Meg Ryan. She goes, with my luck, it would be a Tori Spelling. Oh, in oh, Scream, yeah. I think it's in Scream 2 when they start making the Stab movies. Oh, Stab movies, Tori yeah. Spelling is in the movie. So they, they brought that back. Uh, and then the the voice, Roger Jackson, the guy who does the voice the, of the actual phone calls, um, I'm pretty sure I read something where he never met any of them. They they would talk to him on oh, the other really? line, That's but they never saw what he looked like. They never like never actually interacted with any of them. So the the voices though they, you know, when they use the right, they do a know, nice little voice. thing of putting the voice. They don't really sound too much. Although Stu sounds a little like Stu sounds it's a funny, little like. I the, feel like I wonder if he listened to how they talked and tried to because some of the inflections it sound it, you. You could picture Skeet Ulrich doing it, or, um, you know, like the actual the way Lillard. the voice was. Yeah, and Matthew. right. Yep. 
So I, I, I do love. Everyone... I'm sorry. I was yeah. just going to say that the fact that there are two killers at the end. Now, yeah. I feel like every scream, you're like, okay, who's the second person now? The scream well, the sequels. That... Four. What's that? And the last one, there was like four killers. Yeah, yeah. That's the 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 yeah. scream sequels to me. Much. I'm like. It was, there comes there a three. random connection of why they're upset and he, they're going to be the killer. And they, they never quite. Yeah, my uncle was Randy and, you know. Right. Stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, it was funny. We were watching it the other night. It just reminded me. The kids and I were laughing because Jess was obsessed with um, every time he was attacking Sydney. She's like, why doesn't he, why doesn't she grab his mask, take right? his mask off? Like she wanted to see who, I'm like, because she wants her, she's trying to live like that's true. She Casey cares less about who who the who, who the killer is, you know. Was it a, was it a suspenseful she, was it a suspenseful scary movie though? Were you genuinely scared watching yeah, this movie? Uh no. No, you never scared. Not like no. not too much because especially cuz I've seen it already, but it it even the first one, you know, even the first time. It's No, it was know, never it, it's, it's a slasher movie though. Right. A lot of slasher movies aren't scary. But it you know fit, what I mean? Your like scariest movies of, are The Shining and it and right and uh the exorcist you know what i mean and, and barbarian i'm telling you barbarian is is scary as hell well right? the yeah well i can go back and do that again but yeah i know I, I, creepy yeah. scary but creepy yeah. scary when he's going down but this yeah no this is just suspenseful and entertaining you know what i mean oh hell yeah that, that's the word it's entertaining. It's, fun, it's fun yeah great fun movie for halloween it really Should... is so go ahead no, I'm done. I was going to say two issues I had. Not um, an issue with the plot. Not the plot, but it didn't make sense when. So Gail comes in with a gun, and uh, Billy says, "I know something you don't." She has she you oh, know, the safety's safety. on. Yeah. She he kicks her down. She not gets knocked out. Right. Then he puts the gun to her head and says, "It works better with the safety off." Right. Yeah. When she shoots, after she shoots him, she says, "The safety was off that time, asshole." But she was she was uh, unconscious when he said that. So, wait a minute. It, oh well, maybe she kind of she was like, "Oh, you're that's maybe true, she heard she it. Heard it. Yeah, yes. she, she's like, "Oh no, yes. what? not what? a big deal, right?" right. Um, but the uh, yeah, I, I there was I I got, oh I just wanted to mention. The Henry Winkler scenes. This the the few moments where he was in. Oh, it we he, we haven't given him his due. Right, where he yells at the two the two uh, students. You make me so sick. Your entire habit-inducing, thieving, whoring generation disgusts me. So, two of your fellow students just savagely murdered, and this is the way that you show your compassion and sensitivity, huh? Let me show you something. You're both expelled. Get out. Come on, Mr. Hembry. It was just a joke. That's not fair. You're absolutely right. It is not fair. Fairness would be to rip your insides out, hang you from a tree so we can expose you for the heartless, desensitized little shits that you are. Like, By the way, he... And they kind of make it about his... look like him. Like, he's the killer. Definitely overacted in this movie, which oh. was so comedic. So but great. you know what? Oh, look at the little boy. Um... <laughs> but you know what when he gets stabbed and he screams <laughs> I said to the kids I'm like that's how I would react <laughs> guy pops out of the thing and stabs you like that I would be like ah, 
I was like, this is this is only twelve right. years. I'd after be fighting, but you'd yeah. be like, this was. I would, this, were you like when you go back and watch it, and you realize that he's three years younger than you? It must make you he, feel pretty he, good. He doesn't look that old, though. Does you don't he? think so? His hair. Well, when I see Quint, when I see Quint being older than me, yeah. I mean being younger than me, that's different. Yeah, Dave, yeah, I've seen him in Barry. I've uh, seen him in Barry. But he he looks young here. But then you realize it's it's only. This movie is almost 30 years old, and it's only 12 years after he was last Fonzie. That is crazy. So how closer it is to that than he, Gene Cousineau and right. Barry. God. Great. great. It was a great performance for him. Yeah. I love how he, you know, he's like, he really, you could tell he cared for the, not the, you know, he cared for the students. And he remember, he's like, this. remember, your principal loves you. It's funny, but it's also like, he's like these, then, he, he expels these pieces of shit that all they were doing was wearing a mask, right. but. He's he, just oh, the that fact time. that they would make make light of uh, of their they, classmates um, being being murdered, and they cancel class, so I, everyone's excited, even though people are being killed. Uh, and I I I realize, oh, Stu wants the party at his house because he knows the lay of the land. He knows everywhere he needs, you know, because if he's going to start killing people, because at one point he gets locked in one room and quickly comes out the other room, unless they're they're both of them at this point. I'm thinking, well, he knows everywhere right. to go because it's his house. No wonder it's best. Well, away, though. Yeah, I know. Still got away. She used his house to his advantage. Her advantage. That's true. So it didn't work. No, because he died. He's, I think he's he dead. died. He, never he died doing of killing. And even though Skeet it's... Ulrich died, his his spirit lives on in the nuke screen movies. Uh, did they? Didn't they make him look young or something? Oh yeah, they de-aged him. And oh him like, yeah. Like so, my other issue, not my issue, is when Dewey That's... goes into the house with the gun, right? Yeah. Acting like Bonnie Fife times a hundred. If if there, if he had seen anybody, if if a baby wandered out into the you room, sure. uh, he was shooting whoever was there. <laughs> like it could have been any of the other, any of the innocent he victims. He was gonna be birth cop. He was gonna be birth cop. He was birth cop from It's he, a Wonderful Life. Exactly. Exactly. I do love when his captain is smoking while he's smoking. Like almost every time he took a drag. Dewey took a lick off his ice cream cone. I was expecting him to drop the, throw the ice cream cone yes. down. And then they show the captain's, uh, you know, the chief or captain, wherever he was, uh, his boots, because you kind of, kind of a red yeah. herring when, the, you know, the bathroom. Oh, yeah, bathroom, that's right. The, the school bathroom. That scene, too, by the way, that, that cheerleader, what a monster she was, huh? Slid, uh, what a complete whore. <laughs> she, well, she was saying that about Sydney and her I know, mom. But people are, yeah. I was like, those, Jesus those Christ. Two, two jerks. A little cold blooded. A little cold blooded. I don't know if she was a whore herself, Dave, but yeah. Did you mention Linda Blair, by the way? Oh, of course. Was Linda Blair in this movie? Yeah, she was the one she of the was reporters. A reporter. She was? Yeah. Yep, she she got bumped into and then she turned around. Short hair. Did you ever think Linda Blair was hot? So what well, are we I doing next time? She was a child. Yeah. Um, by the way, it, <laughs> we watched that last night. We finished watching that. Aiden didn't love it. What? The Exorcist. Didn't love it. Didn't like love he just didn't love it, or he was frightened of it. No, no, he didn't. He didn't think it was scary. He, he which I was, you know, he thinks. Well, the, the only saving grace was that he said, um, he said, "Eh, wasn't that good," but. He goes, it's not as scary or as good as The Shining. So at least, he, you know. 
So you went but like I was like you raised your hand and then you said, okay, you put it down. I was kind of like, really? What? I was kind of like, cause I watched it. I love, you know, I love, love the exorcist, the shining. Yeah. I do like, like more, but um, it's just this exorcist well, uh, as we did is this gritty seventies movie. What's that? The shining is more believable. And I was actually listening well, to a pod. Nothing's believable about the shining, <laughs> is it but more believable. More believable. He needs to watch apartment 305, which talks about <laughs> all the secrets of the exorcist. No, first of all, there was actually, I was listening to that part of the all listen to usually, and uh, I don't listen to it usually. All they were talking about how kids today would not be afraid of the exorcist because they don't really have a belief either way. Oh. Yeah, so, it, it, it is, it's obviously scary. I think The Shining is probably scarier, but it's funny because uh, I went outside, I took the dog out, and after we finished watching it, it's and Grace like rats out on Aiden, like I would be disappointed. Well, I was, but she's like, Aiden said he didn't like the movie. <laughs> as soon as I got back inside, like in other Ayana. words, she did like it. She did like it, which was yeah, the top the the part was tough, uh, you know, with the crucifix. Sure, sure. I wish she was it. a little younger and not a, understood, like like, like Emily. Emily. <laughs> <laughs> age, that's the way to do it, actually. Look how great she turned out now. She's this is true. Spit out two kids. Great, you made fun of her. Mom. For me. Spit out two kids. I did not. I did not make fun of it. You know, <laughs> I made fun of you for being old, an old grandpa. My young grandfather. You're just an old yeah. father. So, are there any um, any final thoughts on Scream? Well, like did we cover did. everything? How great? How entertaining it is? How we covered watchable. Was it all blocks though? What, David? You've all great. Do you have gray hair in your balls yet? David, la- last, I mean, his obsession you have with dyed hair plugs. Why is he here? Oh, no, no, you. you can actually see the the Velcro snaps at the top of your forehead. <laughs> Look, do you have white hair in your balls yet? No, David, I don't. I bet Henry Wickler. I bet you do. I, I can tell you do because I can see it already on your head when they moved it. <laughs> is that how they do it? It's like oh, yeah. a little. <laughs> yep. I got mine from my tan. It's better What's from that? the tan. It's I got it from the tan. It's way thicker. The hair's closer. Nice. He goes into the he, surgery. He gets in stirrups. He lifts his legs up over his head. They say that says, about Make the Turkish. Make me handsome. There's nothing, nothing more, uh, you know, thick and luxurious than the Turkish taint. <laughs> <laughs> wait, is that our ending? Well, wait. That's just, that's my fantasy football name. That's that it has to be Team name the Turkish taint. Know, have we talked about have we actually decided what we're doing next time I don't remember we did yep we did oh head for Red October oh yes what year is that 92 probably 86 look at him like 88 Oh, it is 90. I'm sorry. It's 90. Yeah, it's a 90s movie, I said. So next time, sorry, we're going you're back. Right. Uh, six years since this last movie, going back to 1990 to see the Sean Connery and Alec Baldwin. First time on film, we're seeing Jack Ryan in the drama thriller that I've never seen, The Hunt Greg for will Red be so October. Happy. Yeah, we're doing it for Greg. Was there a porno like? Was there a porno like um, movie that called 
hunt for red october you know that mikey right oh the cut for red october <laughs> and with that uh christopher do you have any parting words this evening i don't i don't we'll see you gentlemen saturday night yes Very oh yeah by we'll the be, time this we'll comes out this podcast this whole um this whole group of gentlemen will, will have spent an evening of dancing together and i'm sure this is going to be yep my Do dad's gift this is going to be my dad's gift even oh, though shit. we haven't means mentioned I have to get once. this done uh, i haven't mentioned it <laughs> david any parting words to you no, not thinking yet. Nothing. Well, I look. Nothing. Well, there's Harry Potter, and I look forward to um, recording with you next time, and you watching the Hunt for Red October while we are recording. So you can find us on Twitter at Fine underscore Movies on Instagram, at Fine Movies, Fine Spirits, and you can find Dave at any time of the day talking about my parents' love life or my genitals. We talk about great movies while drinking. We talk about great movies while drinking. Yeah, we talk about great movies while drinking. Subscribe. We feel fine. <laughs> I'm just going to end it there. Nice. Mike, you still have water on your, on, your, on your balls? I've never had water in my balls, David. <laughs> I wish I said that on the ball. Oh, I'm still recording, so boom. I, yeah, that, going, there's your worry. ending. There's your ending, David. No, oh, I should have said what I should have said was, uh, you know, no, uh, but thank you for giving me the heads up. <laughs> In other words, you gave them to me. Oh, I get it. Fans, not experts.